Of course, everybody was waiting for the Premier to be asked about visiting his uh, cottage as Global News uh, broke that yesterday. He was asked about that. Here was the Premier's response. Have a listen. A couple of years ago, we had burst pipes, made a, a terrible mess, thousands of dollars of, of damage. And that that night, you know, I was, I was thinking about it. I woke up early in, in the morning, 5.30, and and then I just got ready and hopped in the pickup truck myself at 6.30 in the morning. I drove up, up there and checked out, you know, make sure everything was okay. And it was. I literally hopped, hopped back in my truck and drove right back. I was back by, by noon. All right, let's welcome in our friend and communications specialist, Randy Rahamim from Taneo Strategy. She joins us now on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Randy, you were listening in. What do you make of the Premier's response there? Look, I think that, for you know, what we've all come to really love about the Premier during this whole crisis is that he appears to be sort of one of the people. Uh, we've really been able to relate to him. And in any narrative that sort of the rules don't apply can knock that sentiment off course. That said, he, he literally went to, he didn't go to have a little mini vacation at his cottage over the Easter long weekend. He went to check on his burst pipes. Um, he went for an hour. Will people think of this uh, or defi- you, or look at this as, you know, proof that the rules just, there's a separate set of rules for him and a separate set of rules for everybody else? I, I really don't think so. I think that, um, you know, over time, people have, he's done enough good work to build up a, a solid reputation. He's improved his, uh, his you know, um, his polling numbers are, are through the roof. He's every single day, I think people see that he's become approachable, working really hard on behalf of the people of Ontario. I would be shocked if this knocks it off course. It's not what we saw with Prime Minister Justin Trudeau um, last month. Yeah, if anything, and you and I have talked about this over the years, about getting out in front of a story, do you think maybe the Premier, knowing that he did go up there to check on his pipes and was up there for a few hours and back home, in a way should have got out in front on this and maybe slipped it into one of his answers when he was asked numerous times this week about cottages? I think so. I I, I, uh, I think it was actually a bit of a communications gaffe in that he didn't just hit this head on. Um, and knowing that, knowing what he knew uh, about the fact that he had been up north, I think that. Um, but but again, what's he, what are they trying to tell us when it comes to don't go to your cottage, don't spend time at your cottage because we don't want people bringing potentially um, the virus up north. That doesn't mean you know. I think we have to straddle that with the fact that a lot of people also own property, and there's going to be a huge push for people to be up there. But this narrative about these two sets, sets of rules, we saw this also with Stephen Del Duca, leader of the provincial Liberal Party, right, when he was doing renovations in the back of his home and required all sorts of permits and, and approvals and that he had done it without this. That whole narrative that the rules just don't apply Um, that's a dangerous narrative for any elected official. I hope that in this instance, people will go beyond the headline and realize that he didn't go out for a weekend away at the cottage with the family. He went on his own to check on his burst pipes. Yeah, a very plausible explanation. And also when you consider what else is at stake here, I mean, the jobless numbers that are out today, flattening the curve, uh, access to personal protective equipment, uh, that's the stuff that's really important. Right, and I think those stories, there's enough other news that it'll just get knocked off course. Yeah, just finally, Randy, do you consider uh, whether it's the Premier in this case, the Prime Minister, or any one of the other Premiers right across the country, these daily briefings, do you think that they're eventually, I mean, in the coming weeks, going to slow down a little bit? Does uh, every leader need a daily briefing still? (laughs) 
aren't they exhausting? And I mean, we could really, we could really pick some of them apart. I mean, it looks like, uh, you know, like Space Force with the way that they, <laughs> at least at the provincial level, with the drapery and the dramatic sort of V-line shape, the chevron shape they're standing in. Um, I think it's, I think it's comical. I also think that it's very much to the advantage of the politician to have these daily briefings. So I think it'll actually be up to the the media to decide whether they still become newsworthy. Remember, a crisis is very beneficial for an elected official, right? Every it, it rally people rally around uh, a common enemy. Um, so, to the extent possible, in some ways, from a from a brand and reputation approval perspective, they want this. They don't want this problem to keep going. But the idea that you know these daily briefings, media exposure, to some degree, um, they benefit from that. So, I don't think that it'll be the elected officials that stop the daily briefings, I think it'll be the media that choose to stop covering them. Yeah, because I guess the big fear for the elected officials is you don't look like you're on top of things, perhaps, if you're not out there on a daily basis with a message? Yeah, I, I suspect that over time, um, people will become a little bit bored <laughs> of hearing the same thing over and over and over again. And um, and maybe, I mean, hopefully we get to that stage where we actually won't need the consistent information about this, that it'll become... It'll, either the problem will be solved or it'll become much more manageable. Yeah, here's to that. Randy, appreciate the time as always. Have a, a safe and happy uh, Mother's Day weekend. Thank you, Jeff. All right, there goes Randy Rahamim, communication specialist with Teneo Strategies.